Production. Recorded live. Hello, everyone. Welcome to day two of week one of the Revise Me Consecration. I am Prophetess Judy, founder of Revise Me Ministries. And as you may know, if you are tuning in daily, we are in week one of the Revise Me Consecration, which is the 90-day consecration. So as you know, we're dealing with the spirit of perversion this week. Um, And so today we're going to deal with the spirit of fornication. So as I always say, if you do not have pen and paper, Please get pen and paper, whether you're listening via live or you're listening um, via replay. Um, This audio uh, series is something you will definitely want to take notes to. And as I always say, definitely listen for the conviction of the Holy Spirit that if there is something that he is speaking directly to you. Amen. So I'm going to give you literally about two seconds to about, I would say, okay, not two seconds, 30 seconds seconds to get you pen and paper. Okay, I'm going to give you 30 seconds to get pen and paper. If you do not have pen and paper, please go grab pen and paper. I do not plan to be before you long. I want to give you what the Holy Spirit has given me, some notations about fornication. We're going to let the Holy Spirit take over and have his way. And hopefully those who have an ear to hear will hear what the Spirit of the Lord is speaking. So you're going to hear a brief moment of silence so you can get pen and paper. Okay, so you should have your pen and paper now. If you do not have pen and paper now, then definitely know that if you want to tune into these podcasts, you would definitely want to have pen and paper handy. So we're going to deal with fornication. I'm going to open up in prayer, and I am going to um, then just get right into this so I don't keep you all too long. So, dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we just come before you on day two, Lord, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, we just humble ourselves right now, Father God, under your hand and under your word, Father God. Holy Spirit, I ask by your spirit of truth that you speak through me, Father God, and let those who have an ear hear what you are speaking expressly to us, Lord God. Father God, you want us to be holy, for you are holy, Lord God. Lord, Heavenly Father, you want us to be without a spot or a wrinkle, Lord God. Father God, open up the minds and the eyes and the ears, Father God, so that we may hear truth by the spirit of truth, Father God, that we may understand by the spirit of knowledge and understanding, and that we will gain wisdom from the spirit of wisdom and wise counsel, Lord God. Father God, I decrease right now, Father God, and I ask that you increase, Father God, through me. Father God, let this word speak prophetically to the hearts of those who have the ear to hear. Hallelujah. I declare and decree in the name of Jesus, freedom, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, heaven and Father. Lord, heaven and Father, I declare and decree over the listeners that's listening to this audio, deliverance and healing, Father God. Let this word penetrate the spirit, Father God, and let them hold fast to the truth which is found in your word, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So if anyone do or do not know a little bit about me before I get into this, again, my name is Prophetess Judy. I am one that I, I deal with things that are biblical, and we're in a time and a dispensation where it is definitely, it has been time, but we need sound doctrine. We need truth. If anybody's on this line, let's be honest with this thing on tonight before we get into fornication. It's all going to tie in, but there has to come to a place of maturity and a place of realization where you're tired of hearing it's your season, you're tired of hearing God's going to turn it around, you're tired of hearing this is your husband, because these things are good to the flesh, but God wants to speak to the spirit because he is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, and so what God wants to do, he wants to cleanse us up. We need to be prepared for the bridegroom when he comes, amen, and the word of God talked about that there were 10 type of women. With oil in their lamp. He talked about how there were 10 wise women who kept oil in their lamp, and then there were 10 foolish women who let their oil go out. And when the bridegroom came, they had no oil. We're in this hour, in this time. We want to make sure that we have enough word in us, which is the oil, okay, that the word of God is not just in us, but we are living this thing. And when Jesus Christ walked the earth, he didn't, he didn't lay hands, he didn't have a bottle of oil because the word saturated him. Yes, Lord. The word saturated him and his lifestyle was holy so when he spoke it was the word of God when he spoke it was so pure it was not perverted it was not twisted it had nothing attached to it but the word of God and that's where deliverance came from when people we have to get to the place where we understand who God is first we got to understand the spiritual warfare aspect and we also got to understand the things that are holding us bound 
So let's deal with fornication. Fornication is something that's not talked about, but I promise you after these scriptures, I pray that the Holy Spirit open up your eyes and open up your heart and you see the severity of this thing. Um, the word of, the Lord showed me something a couple of months ago when that, when all that stuff happened with um the law that was passed for homosexuality and all the people in the church had ran a market because they were saying, Oh, God is bringing judgment on America because he, he declared same sex marriage. There is nothing new under the sun. What God is more concerned about first is his house. Okay. The word of God says that judgment starts first in the house of God. And the Lord showed me something that was so profound. And I said, my God, Lord, he said, the spirit of homo, uh, homosexuality is infiltrating the world because it's of its own. Okay. But the spirit of fornication is what's infl- infiltrating the church. And we have to understand that some of these things that the Lord warned us about was not for the world, but it was for the people who profess themselves to be um, sons and daughters of God and children of God. So let's get into this. First, what is fornication? Have you ever wondered what fornication was? I mean, we hear about it. Oh, don't have sex till marriage and yada, yada, yada. But after tonight, hopefully the Holy Spirit will speak so uh, pure to you that you will understand the power of his word and what it is about fornication. Well, fornication, just being honest, is sexual intercourse between two people not married to each other. I'm going to say it again. Sexual intercourse is um, between two people not married to each other. So let's everybody be honest. I'm guilty, okay, unless you're a virgin that's on this line. And if you're in a virgin, then, hey, amen, <laughs> more power to you. But I promise you, if you are on this line, you have been guilty at one point in time in your life of fornication. Okay, um, so let's deal with some scriptures. I'm going to give you all some scriptures first to start this off. First Corinthians 6. Um, 611, or if it's not 611, I'm sorry, it may be 614. I'm looking at my notes that I typed. Um, so if you're taking notes, it may be First uh, Corinthians 611 or 614, but I want to say it's 614, but just write down both of them. As a matter of fact, just read the whole, just read First uh, Corinthians 611 through 14. Amen. But it says, but you can, you cannot say that our bodies were made for sexual immorality. The bodies were made for the Lord and the Lord cares about our bodies. Let's read First Corinthians chapter 6, 18 through 19. It then continues to read, run from sexual sin. No other sin has clearly, I'm sorry, I'm going to start over. I, I do not like reading from notes, y'all, because I get tongue-tied. I'm more of one that I just allow the Holy Spirit to speak from my belly because the word of God does say, out of the belly shall flow rivers of living water. So um, I'm going to read, I'm going to start this one over. First uh, Corinthians six eighteen through 19, run from sexual sin. No other sin so clearly affects the body as this one does. For sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and who was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself. First Thessalonians chapter 4, 3 to 4. God's will is for you to be holy. So stay away from all sexual sin. Then each of you will control his body and live in holiness and honor. Jude chapter 1, 7 through 8. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9. Don't you know that wicked people won't inherit the kingdom of God? Stop deceiving yourselves. People who continue to commit sexual sins, who worship false gods, those who commit adultery, homosexual or thieves, those who are greedy or drunk, who abuse, who use abusive language, or who rob people would not inherit the kingdom of God. Let's... Uh, uh, read second, I'm sorry, uh, Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 6.18. If some of you may not have noticed, just really 1 Corinthians chapter 6 is a very good chapter pertaining this, uh, situ- pertaining this um, topic. 1 Corinthians 6.18, Play sexual immorality, every other sin a person commits is outside the body, but sexual, immor- sexual immorality 
people sin against their own body. So before I kind of get into my notes, I just want to kind of expound on this for a little bit. Why is it that the Holy Spirit continues to speak, continues to say in his word, not by, not by my opinion, not by anybody's opinion, but by the power of his word and the truth of his word, why is it that the Holy Spirit specifically continued to say, avoid sexual immorality? Why is that? Why did he say that sexual immorality sins against your body? Well, I'm going to help you understand this before I get into the notations that the, that I had jotted down. Fornication is a sin against the body because as we go back up, if you read it and you took notes, the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So let me kind of just pause button right this for a moment. Okay, I'm trying to find the scripture. 1 Corinthians 6. Hey, uh, 6, chapter 19, don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and who was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself. So let's pause but in this right here. Let's go back to the Old Testament for a moment because the New Testament always flows in a harmony with the Old Testament. For some of you that, that may or may not know, before Jesus Christ came, the temple of the Lord, first it was in a tent, then it was in um, uh, um uh, the, the temple, quote-unquote, that Solomon built. So uh, there's another scripture in 1 Corinthians. I don't have the exact uh, place yet, but it, it's not coming to my spirit right off the back. But there's another scripture in 1 Corinthians, and it says that God does not dwell in a temple made by hands, by a carbon image and made by hands, but he dwells within us. That so we are the, the, the temple of God. So what God did is that when Jesus Christ came and after he died, it's more than just being remission for our sins. We now become the temple for God to dwell in us. That's why he told us to be ye holy for he is holy. How can God dwell in you? And then here it is, the spirits, unclean spirits are residing within us. So what begins to happen, ladies or gentlemen, what begins to happen is when you tell God that you want him to become your Lord and Savior and spirit and truth, when you want him to become your Lord shepherd, when you want him to become Jehovah, why? When you, that means you want him to guide you. You want him to steer you. You want him to lead you. You want him to escort you into all righteousness. You want him to usher you in all truth by the Holy Spirit. You want him to show you his way, to show you his, his glory, to show you exactly who he is. You want him to chaperone you in everything that you do in every place that you go because the righteous man's steps is ordered by God. You want God to walk with you. That's what it means by him being your shepherd. When David said in Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. But let's get there with shepherd. That means he is your Jehovah right. When you want God to truly be your Lord, when you're tired of all the shenanigans, when you're tired of playing church, when you're tired of everything that that is false, when you want him to Simply be your Jehovah, which means Lord. That means you're saying, God, I want to come into a covenant relationship with you. I understand that you have all power. I give you all power over my life. I give you authority to dwell in me. Hallelujah. I give you full reign and influence me. Let the mind that is in your son, Christ Jesus, also be in me. I give you authorization to be ruler of my life. I now lay down my plans. I now understand that your ways is higher than my ways, and I also understand that I need to be delivered. He's going to deal with us about fornication when we come in that realm, and if you are doing this consecration, you are at that place in your life. Fornication sins against the body because when we have intercourse with people, we are not just accepting. We are not, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Juanita Bottom said something before, but I'm going to get to that in a moment. The Holy Spirit just told me that sex was created between male and female. We know this. But both parties <coughs> are to be pure. And so what that means is he wanted us to be pure. Catch this now. Well, Jesus, thank you, Lord. When you have a pure man and a pure woman and they come into agreement to a holy and pure God, then that marriage is saturated <coughs> in pureness. They have no other spirits intertwining with each other. They now, that's how the two become one, because that woman is receiving the spirit of her husband, and that husband, catch this, is also receiving the emotions of his wife. I'm going to tie this into fornication. I'm going to show you something the Lord showed me, that the husband comes to cover your emotions. 
nothing else. <laughs> the husband's not your deliverer. He's not your sanctifier. He doesn't heal you. All that is done through Jesus Christ. So what happens is, and this is something that Juanita Bottom talked about a lot years ago. Everybody know no more sheets. Is that she talks about how the women are the receiver and the men are the givers. But I want the Holy Spirit to kind of to kind of shift this for a moment and to take us deeper into this thing. What happens is, have it, can, let me ask you all this question. If anybody's on the line, if you're listening via auto, ask yourself this question. Have you ever had sex with someone and you begin, you felt something enter into you almost? You felt like your whole body got numb. And it, because you lack knowledge of the spiritual aspect, you thought that it was just an amazing sex or you had a very good, um, you had a very good orgasm. Your whole body was numb, almost left you shaking. It was like you were numb from head to toe. <laughs> I had that happen to me with my youngest daughter, father. And now that I'm a touring God, what the Lord began to show me um, a few years ago was that that now I received his spirit. Now, watch this, uh, ladies and gentlemen. When I received the spirit, his unclean spirit, I received every other spirit that he had been with. So now things that I normally did not do, now I'm doing the things that these other women are doing. Come on, let's talk about it. These women were playing on my phone before I even got with this man like that. I didn't get down with that. I, I was not an insecure woman. I did not have to call him and ask him where he's but all of a sudden now I'm playing on their phone and I'm like, where are you at? And all these different things, because now I have partaken on these unclean spirits within me. Here it is. Oh, Jesus. And now their mind is becoming one with my mind and their emotions is becoming one with my emotions. And so now we're sitting here stuck like what in the world happened? Fornication, if it is done in the spirit of perversion, if it is not done according to the word of God, you do not just suffer things in the natural, but you are also suffering things in in the in the in the uh, spirit, in your soul, in your mind, and in your emotions. Ah, catch this. Um, a lot of us, if, if anybody's single, even if you're married, and I'm gonna say this under the Holy Spirit, <coughs> some of you may be listening to this. You are married, but you are still spiritually, I'm sorry, you are still married in your soul, your mind, and emotions to somebody who you have not been divorced and who you have not severed. <coughs> I'm sorry, a soul tie with. In the name of Jesus, I bind the attack that's trying to come on my voice. In the name of Jesus, I declare healing over my over my voice. I declare healing over my soul. In the name of Jesus, Satan, the Lord thy God rebuke you. You will not stop this word from going forth. I demand and declare and decree that everything that is unclean that is trying to be sent to me, may it be severed right now. And by the Spirit of the living God, I ask the Holy Spirit to begin to saturate my throat. I ask my war angels to fight right now any unseen battles that's taking place in the spirit that is trying to prohibit this word from going forth and that is trying to attack my throat. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. When you are married and you have not been purified emotionally, mentally, or even in your soul, what begins to happen is you still got some characteristics of these people residing in you. So, and it's the same for men. Have you ever found yourself, we're going we're gonna to really get deep and expose this thing for what it is. If you're in a relationship or if you're married or if you've ever experienced this, anytime you're with somebody and you wish they could do you the way somebody else did, not just sexually, any, okay, yes, Lord, anytime you are sexually with someone and you want them to do you the way another man or another woman did you, that is a key indication that that spirit is still within you because here it is. You want that person to be somebody else to you instead of them making love to you if you're married and doing your body the way that it is in their nature to do. You cannot expect Johnny to have sex with you the way that Tom, that Tom did. Tom did your body that was uh, according to him, and here it is. If Tom was operating in a spirit of perversion, if he lusted after you and he was in fornication himself, then the sex was a perverted sex and he was intimate with you, not intimate. He had sex with you through a perverted realm and not through a pure realm, and that is why sometimes when you continue, when you get with the one that God has for you because you have not been delivered or divorced or purified of anything from your past. You are looking for them to do to you what somebody else did. And that's where deliverance needs to come at. If you are looking for 
or somebody to cook for you or to treat you or to talk to you like somebody else did from your past, that is because you are still tied to them in your emotions, in your mind, or in your soul, and that thing has not been broken. Watch this. So instead of you being able to meet the person that you're with or that you are seeking and receive them for the truth of who they are, you want them to be somebody from your past, and now you're trying to change them, and now here comes witchcraft and manipulation because for some, here it is, on your subconsciously and of, uh, and not you knowing consciously, you think you are God and you want them to do you the way somebody else did you, but you want somebody who, you want somebody to be familiar to you, here it is, that that person that you want them to do you like actually hurts you. So what it is, God, thank you, Holy Ghost, what you're looking for, the person that you're with now, you want them to make, here it is, you want them to be the truth of the person that was perverted to you and now because you still have a soul tie emotionally, you still tied to them mentally, and you're still tied to them um, in your soul, and because that thing was perverted and because it ended wrong, and a part of you are still holding on to it, you want the person that you with or the person you seeing now to make up for where they dropped the ball. That's not God. That's not God. When you are in a place of pureness, you can receive whoever you are dating or you can receive your spouse in the pureness of who they are. You don't want them to be like anybody else but themselves because when we go before God, God does not look at me, you, or anybody else and want us to serve him the way that somebody else serves him. Hallelujah. He wants us to serve him out of the spirit of how we were created to serve him because each and every one of us have our own identity and our own way of doing things. You can have five women and you can have five men. Each of these can be called to ministry. You can have five women who have five who reaches out to women to say, uh, in different ways, and five men who have five churches. But I promise you, when they doing it from the um, the essence of their identity, it is each uniquely done and uniquely tied. Fornication, it, uh, we, we, we look at fornication and we don't count up the cost of it because we're in our, our flesh and we're fulfilling the desires of our flesh. But fornication, not intimacy, because when you are married, you should be having intimacy, not fornication. Yes, Lord, he told me to stop right there and to say this. When you are married and you are married in spirit and in truth and you are married in a place of pureness, you, you're, here it is, you're not just having sex, but you are becoming intimate with your spouse. Catch this. Here it is. You are being you are being intimate, you are having sex even though it's in the physical, but you're also making love emotionally and mentally. You're all becoming on one accord. That is why here it is, when a spirit of perversion is in play, you're not Ah, yes, Lord. When the spirit of perversion and you are in fornication, you are not connecting with them on the um, mental and the emotional level. And if you both, if anybody or any woman on this line get real or any male get real, when you're in a place of perversion, all you're thinking about is yourself. Oh, my God. Yes, Lord. We're going to talk about this on tonight. That's why you hear women say, well, I got mine. He should have got his. Or once the men releases, he's done and he wants to get up. And that's why so many people catch this or irritated in that realm or they leave relationships because he couldn't satisfy me sexually or she couldn't satisfy me sexually. First of all, you got so many unclean spirits in you ha, that you trying to please all these, oh my God, all these unclean spirits. Some of you don't even know who you are sexually. I'm going to speak this according to the Holy Spirit, and this is biblical. You don't even know who you are sexually because you are still looking for your sexual um, desire, sexual satisfaction to be filled according to the sexual of your past and because of fornication and because there has not been deliverance and sanctification, hallelujah, I hear you, Lord, when you are, if you are married, when you're having course with your husband, something that you want your husband to do is attached to unclean spirits and to the perversion when you were in fornication, and now you're wondering, well, why, why can't he please me, or why can't she please me, because here it is, you don't even know how you want to be pleased, what you think you want to be pleased is just a, uh, it's an unclean spirit that has that desire and not you. Woo! Fornication, fornication is so. It is fornication taints you when you are when fornication.
fornication taints you. The word of God said to be holy and avoid fornication. Oh, why do you avoid fornication? Why? Because here it is. God wants you to be pure. To be pure. God does not want to battle anything other than his spirit in you. So what happens is that when you tell God yes and you want him to be your Lord, he begins to put himself in you by his spirit. And before he can rest in you, test this by the spirit of the Lord. Before he can rest in you, before he can reign in you, and before he can resurrect you, he has to uproot every single thing that is unlike him. The deeper God goes in you, the deeper you allow the spirit of the living God to dwell in you, the deeper he's going to uproot. That's why um, and I think it's in the book of Psalms, but the scripture said, not Psalms, it's in Job, deep calls unto deep. Why? Because the deeper he gets in your mind, the deeper he gets in your emotions, the deeper he gets in your heart, in your soul, he's going to clear out everything that is unlike him. And when God sees his image, when he sees himself, then he's going to resurrect you up. Ah, thank you, Lord. Fornication. Fornication. Fornication is what's breaking up homes. Fornication. Oh, we're going to talk about it on this thing on today. Because so many people, they don't understand that the dangers of fornication. It's just deeper than STD. We got people It's not just fornication is one thing. Thank you, Lord. Fornication is a spiritual aspect of it. STDs is what manifests in the natural because you had unprotected sex. So now the people's bodies is getting inflicted with um, STDs, okay? Not only are they being inflicted with STDs, mm, you got people committing fornication and adultery at the same time. Well, well, what are you saying? I I don't get it. I'm going to tell you what the spirit of the living God is saying. If you have ever had sex with someone who's married, or if there are two people that are having, uh, who are married, I don't want to say you as for anybody on this line, but the spirit of fornication, what it does is it, it, it tears up home. It, 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 it disrupts homes. It begins to destroy homes. When it is in alignment with adultery, so the, the person who is married and agrees to commit adultery on their end to have fornication with someone who was other than their spouse, watch this. <laughs> I hear you, Holy Spirit. Then what happens is now the seventh commandment is being broken. Thou shalt not commit adultery. And so what what begins to happen is because the desires of the flesh is ruling and reigning in the individual who is in bondage to fornication, that spirit of fornication, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's almost like an idol. Yes, what it is, it ain't almost like a god, an idol. It is a god. It is an idol. Thou shalt not have any other gods before the living God. Thou shalt not create an idol. How to and worship this idol. So when you, when, when fornication, it becomes your idol, here it is. That's why we have promiscuity. This is where um, um, prostitution comes in? Well, no, I'm sorry. That, that's something different. Yes, Lord. This is what adultery comes in and promiscuous comes in. Another word for promiscuous is lasciviousness. This is where women have no respect for their bodies or men have no respect for their bodies. And this uh, this, this God, this idol, ooh, Jesus, yes, Lord. This God, oh, God, I hear you, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. This this unclean spirit, but it forms itself in your mind as a God. And now instead of, you, instead of the individual seeking to serve the living God, in holiness and in righteousness, it serves the spirit of fornication by being promiscuous. And then the body becomes an idol. That's why women want big butts. That's why men are more than here it is. It's nothing wrong with being in shape and having a nice body if that's what if that's what you desire. But why do you want a nice body? Ladies, why is everybody wearing these waist pictures? Why do you want this big butt? I'm gonna tell you and I'm gonna speak about the Holy Spirit because you've created a, a idol for yourself because the spirit of perversion is still operating in the roof, and because the spirit of fornication has not been dealt with, here it is, watch this, now because you have created the body to be an idol, you want to use your butt and your breast to seduce a man in witchcraft and manipulation, instead of allowing that man to be drawn to you by your spirit, the word of God said for the women of God to be known by their spirits, their gentle and quiet spirits as women of the old who were holy unto God. These men, these men care more about now their how good they give oral sex or or how their six pack is. If you desire this from a place of purity, now watch this. If you are married and your husband or, or your wife or your spouse, should I say, is like let's work out and get together. And now your wife um is like, baby, you know, I, I would like for you to have a six pack, then that's fine. But when you're doing it to please the spirit of fornication and not please your spouse, then that's the error in 
in it, and that is the perversion in it. And I'm going to say this for the Holy Spirit. When even when two women are married or two men are married, they are still in fornication because what they are doing is an abomination, and they are still having sex, they are still having sex with somebody who was not their spouse. God don't honor the marriages. That's why every marriage is not honored by God, and that is a perverted marriage. When fornication draws two people together and have them get married, and that is not done in the spirit of truth, then here it is. Fornication has founded your marriage and not the spirit of the living God. Whoo, Jesus. I, I know it may be tight, but it's right. Uh, all this, these, these different doctrines. Oh, well, well, I got to have sex before I get married because I got to know that he or she can, can satisfy me sexually. Then what you telling God, the living God, come on, y'all, let, let's, let's get real. What you telling the great one? Let, 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 let's help you understand who God is. Can we talk about this for a moment? I hear you, God. Let's begin to understand the names of God and understand who God is because, first of all, when we're saying that, oh, I got to have sex before I get married because I need to know if, if they can satisfy me sexually, you were telling the great one, you were telling El Hagonal that the one who is special, the God who was significant, the God who was well-known, the God who was distinguished, you were telling that God, the great one, that his works is not great. Hallelujah. And then you're telling Elohim, the mighty creator, the one who has all strength and power, hey, catch this your author, the one who was the writer of your life, the inventor. He invented you because he had a vision and a plan for you. He is the mastermind. He is the greatest architect there was that ever lived. He is the ultimate designer. He is the originator. What you were telling Elohim is you do not know your creation and you do not know me well enough, so therefore I got to go against your word to get to fulfill the desire of my flesh because I don't trust you enough to allow my spouse to be the one who was equal to me. Do you really believe the God who created all things, the God who made sex to be a purity between a man and a woman to enjoy each other? Do you not own, do you really believe that he would not even give you the desire of who you are even in that area? Ha, ah, thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. I pray that this is, is helping some people. I pray that this audio will transform the minds of individuals that are listening. Thank you, Lord. The spirit of fornication not only do it destroy homes and it destroys relationships, it also is a murder. It has a murdering spirit attached. And I'm going to speak this by the spirit of the living God. The world causes abortion. But according to the spirit, it's murder. And that's where the sixth commandment is broken. You shall not murder. Watch this. The spirit of fornication is so strong. Yes, Lord, that's why God called it a God. This spirit of fornication is so strong and is linked to perversion so deep. And it is wicked and deceitful and it deceives us in so many ways. We will blankly serve it to fulfill the desire that it gives us. But then we will kill the very thing that God said is a gift. He said that children are a gift from God. I believe that's in the book of, of, of Psalms. So if children are a gift from God and God gives life, then who are we to kill? life because we want to submit to the flesh and not be obedient to the spirit. You see why repentance needs to take place. You can stop doing a thing, but have you repented from it? And because the enemy is so cunning and so deceitful, after the abortion happens, now he brings condemnation. Y'all better catch this by the spirit of the living God. And now he torments these women for years and keep them in an emotional bondage because a woman has committed something that she gave birth to, either she gave birth to or before she can even, I'm sorry, before she can, something that begins to grow in her womb, she kills it. So the desire of the flesh, it's not worth all the condemnation and the emotional and the mental bondage that comes with it. You see why God wants us purified? I hear you, Holy Spirit. And if anyone has ever had an abortion, I guarantee when you repent from the spirit of fornication, the condemnation and the enemy, that's a doorway the enemy has been using to attack you. If you are one that has had um, an abortion and you are being tormented silently in your mind and your emotions, that thing is tormenting you because the spirit of fornication is alive in you and because it has not been repented and that thing has not been severed and God has not sanctified you or hollowed you out in that area, it gives Satan a doorway to come and attack you. Watch this. Can we go can we go deeper? By the spirit and by the word of God. 
Some people say, well, what if I was raped or uh, what if I was molested? And incest, I don't want my baby coming out deformed. I can understand those views. I definitely can. I used to think like that as well. I used to think, well, Lord, an abortion should be good for a mother, you know, who 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 was raped, and um, you know, who was uh, who 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 maybe who was raped, and it was a very violent because you know she shouldn't have to take her child through that, and yada yada yada. And then the Lord showed me something powerful. I said, well, Lord, what if somebody? Did, I'm sorry. Before I say that, I asked the Lord. I said, well, what even if somebody was was raped by their father? You want me to tell you what the Lord showed me? He said, there's nothing new under the sun. When you go back to the beginning, these people were not raped, but these daughters, um, Abraham's Noah's daughters, they seduced their father and got him drunk to have sex with them. You see in the Old Testament, the beginning, where in what we call incest, that thing was very heavy for the repopulation. So we have to ask ourselves, who is telling us to get an abortion? Is it the spirit of the living God in spirit and in truth, or is it a, is it a voice of error and a, a voice of deception by manipulation of Satan, the great deceiver of the men? Hmm. Fornication, it can bring death in the physical. That's where AIDS and HIV comes into play. So many people are, we're losing people of all ethnics, left and right because of AIDS, because of this unclean and because of this disease, because the spirit of fornication becomes so strong and that fleshly desire that it gives one becomes so heavy that one night or 20 or 30 or 40 minutes or maybe even an hour of of pleasure that in the flesh causes and takes someone's life. Fornication is a transporter of unclean spirits when it's done in witchcraft. When a person uses their body in an unclean way, when molestation, when rape happens, when fornication happens and it is not done in purity, then what that begins to happen is it is a transporter. It is a clear indication. Do you all know, I'm going to tell you all something. This is not to scare you all. But um, if I may pause, but it is by the Holy Spirit. We lack a knowledge of our enemy, and that's why we keep being deceived and whipped by Satan. Why is it that people are scared to understand the kingdom of darkness? Then that's why we keep getting whipped. We keep getting tore up mentally. We keep getting tore up emotionally. Because God, when he said, be wise as a serpent, but harmless as a dove. Why is it okay for Satan to study you? Satan knows you better than you. Do you not know? Satan knows your purpose. He knows your children's purpose. And he knows the purpose of your whole lineage. That's why this joker, he's smart. He don't wait till you go and catch this. Satan been after you three or four or five generations ago. He was trying to take you out through the sins of your forefather. Catch this. So would it be fair to say that it is time for us to arm ourselves up in God and understand who our opponent is? Even in the natural, two boxers don't get in the ring without first starting their opponent. They know the power of their opponent. When anybody gets to the ring with a great boxer, they understand, well, I got to avoid this right hook because their right hook, if it hit me, it could knock me out. And they're known for knocking people out with their right hook. When two armies are going to war against each other, they have studied their opponents. We are scared to study our opponent, and yet and still he is steady. He is after our souls, and we have so much fear, but God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Now, I said that to say that in the in, in, in satanic rituals, they use intercourse in satanic ways, and it is done in witchcraft to transport spirits, unclean spirits unto each other, and to give power unto each other. And here it is. Watch this. At the point of where the orgasm is released, that's when these unclean spirits and that's when demonic forces is released unto each other. So if you are allowing a man or a man is allowing himself to reach that that climax within someone who is not his spouse, there was someone who was not your spouse, then you are not here it is. You're not just receiving thank you, Holy Spirit, my God. Okay, Lord just showed me a vision. Ah, thank you, Holy Spirit. Glory to your name. In this vision, he showed me a lot of semen entering into the vagina and going inside of the woman, the woman, the body, I'm sorry, the body of a woman. And what the spirit of wisdom and knowledge just spoke to me, the, the spirit of wisdom and knowledge just spoke, life, does the, a woman does not receive the life of a man, it's only through pregnancy. So when you're not receiving the life of a man, you are receiving the spirit of that man. 
and every woman he's been with. And women, here it is, when you allow yourself to release yourself onto a man's um his area, should we say, for it to be to keep it through his penis, we can just be honest, if on his penis, then you are allowing all of your emotions to be released unto him. So, can God, so some of you may be asking, it, well, I've already had fornication. I, I can't be a virgin again, but the devil is a, is a lie. Allow God to sanctify you and to deliver you. The word of God says he will keep you from falling. God will purify you again in such a way, mentally, emotionally, in your body, that then if you are still single, when you are released with the one that God has for you, you will be pure. But we don't hear this type of teaching a lot in the body of Christ, so we believe that it's impossible. We don't believe, who God, I hear you, that God cannot resurrect us and restore us unto what we was once pure. Why do you think he's known as the redeemer? Why do you think he's known as the restorer? Why do you think that he's the Lord of righteousness? Why do you, that God said, is there anything too possible for me? Ah, and I don't know who it is, but somebody needed to hear that. I fear you, Holy Ghost. Ah, yes, Lord, deliverance is taking place. If you are listening to this live or you are listening to this via audio, deliverance is taking place to you because I feel it in the realm of the spirit. The spirit of the living God just hits you when the spirit of the Lord just spoke that to you. I hear you, Holy Ghost. He said, I am a God who's near. I am Eloha Makaira. I am close to you. I am covered with you. I'm about to come in hot. Oh, Rabbi Shandiria. Oh, Rabbi Yes, Lord, I hear you, Holy Spirit. The Spirit of the living God said he is near you right now. He is approaching you right now. Draw nigh to him now. You can't wait to the end of this live broadcast to repent. The Lord says, I need you to repent right now because your spirit is ready to receive this. The Lord, who God, I feel the Spirit of the Lord upon me right now. And in the name of Jesus Christ, may the stronghold, may the spirit of fornication be broken up for your life in the name of Jesus Christ right now by the spirit and the power of the living God. May you repent of fornication in the name of Jesus. May you repent right now of fornication with any and everybody that you gave your body to when you was in a place of loneliness, when you was manipulated out your body, when you didn't know any better, when you was fulfilling the desires of your flesh. The spirit of the Lord says, I am here right now to restore you and to redeem you. May you ask God to make you whole in your mind, in your body and in your emotions. The Spirit of the Lord is upon this line right now. He is dealing with somebody. I don't know who you are. But the deliverance is hitting you right now. These words is penetrating your spirit. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ, I declare and decree that you be emptied out right now. That spirit of fornication has to loose its hold off of your body in the name of Jesus. You will no longer walk as a, as a man or a woman bound up in fornication. You will be holy because the spirit of the living God is holy. He is going to deliver you in the name of Jesus. He's going to come into a covenant with you. Hallelujah. God said, you take my hand. My child, take my hand and allow me to keep you from falling. God said, I will be a shield. He will be your Megan. Y'all better hear what the spirit of the living God is saying on tonight. He is going to be your Megan. He is going to protect you from danger. He's going to protect you from risk and every unpleasant experience. The spirit of fornication is being your God on the nuts, says the spirit of the living God, onto you. The spirit of fornication, it has led you into danger. Danger, it has led you into heartbreak. It has led you into it has led you into mental issues. Your mind keeps going and going. Peace be still in the name of Jesus. I declare and decree by the power of the living God that your mind be made on one accord. Let the mind that is in Christ Jesus also be in you. Mm. You will no longer compromise, man or woman of God. You will no longer compromise to get a spouse or to get a male. You will no longer use your body as an idol. Every spirit of perversion is being broken off of you in the name of Jesus. I declare and decree that the spirit will not choke you. It will not keep you bound in the name of Jesus. But you will acknowledge the spirit and confess the spirit. And by your acknowledgement and by your confession, you will be delivered. God is going to come into an agreement with you and he is going to be your ish. It means your spiritual husband. You better catch this. That's why Jesus Christ said, I am the bridegroom, and I'm coming for a bride without a spot or a wrinkle. Without a spot or a 
wrinkle. What he's coming for you. Isaiah 54, 7 says, the Lord your maker is your husband. He is a husband of the brokenhearted. God wants to heal your heart on tonight because that spirit of fornication that is led and guided you, that spirit of fornication has a lot of resentment in your heart toward men. And if you're a man listening, it has caused you to have resentment towards women. You better hear what the spirit of the Lord is speaking. But the Lord said he is going to be your life partner in the spirit. You will never put another person above God. This time, says the spirit of the living God, you will do this thing in purity and in truth. God said, I'm going to be your spouse. I'm going to be your spouse in the spirit. I'm going to be your helpmate. I am the bridegroom, and I am your better half. You better, uh, you could read about this in Isaiah 54 and 5. Yes, Lord. And John 3.29 and Proverbs 18.22. The spirit of the Lord is upon you right now. And let God have his way. Fornication. Oh, upon your repentance. Upon your confession. God said you will change the lineage of your children and your children's children. Your obedience is on the line. Because some of you, you're either going to have children or you, or you have children. And if you don't repent and turn from fornication, this thing is going to visit your generation. The word of God said, the sins of the forefathers, he visits the third and fourth generation. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand with you on tonight. The kingdom of heaven is here to get you to turn your thinking. You are no longer walking in unholiness because fornication causes you to be unholy. But you will walk in sanctification. You will walk in purity and you will walk in truth. And you shall be holy for the spirit of your God is holy. My God, whoo, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord. I thank you, Lord God. Mm. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Lord. Yes, Lord. Mm. Ha. Yes, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have your way, Lord, on tonight. Mm. Hallelujah. Woo, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God shall release you of fornication. Oh, Emmanuel is here. It means God is with us. He's with us. God said, I want to be with you. He's going to copy you. He's going to possess you as a feature or an accomplishment. Isaiah 7, 14. Psalm 46, 7, and Joshua 1, 19 talks about, I'm sorry, Joshua 1, 9, he talks about Emmanuel. Tell God to be with you. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. You will no longer be tormented by the, the stronghold, by the unclean spirit, by the God of fornication. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. As we begin to come to an end, the Spirit has spoken what he wants to speak regarding this issue with this consecration. Mm. Have you repented of fornication? Yes, Lord. Ah. If you have not repented, it's time to repent. See, hear, hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Here, please hear this. You can write down all the names you want. You can tear them up and all that, but that means nothing if repentance don't take place. This ain't, this ain't witchcraft. This is, this is spirit. God said, I want you to do more than just write down the names. I want you to do more than think about them. I want you to repent. Open up your mouth and tell God you've been guilty of fornication, that you was or you are a fornicator. See, the fornication is wicked and deceitful. See, if you're not careful, it'll deceive you and say, oh, I'm delivered because I ain't had sex in five months. But the minute JoJo come around again or Sarah come around again, you're back in the sheets again. Because that thing has not been delivered from you. Yes, Lord. God wants to break you from that. And, and, and if you're in a relationship and you're not married and you've had fornication, you might look up and see that you're not even, that, that that person that you with is not even the one that God has for you because you was drawn and attracted by fornication and not by the spirit of God. 
There are so many people in marriages who are dying spiritually and who would never fulfill the assignment God had on their life because they allow fornication to bring them together. They confuse fornication that brought because of lust. Fornication starts from lust, and lust comes from the spirit of perversion. Do y'all see how these tie in together? Do you see how God strategically set this up? I promise you every single day, every single day, God has strategically gave this by his spirit. All this ties in together, the order that he gave it to me, how to deal with each thing on each day, I promise you, you're going to see how this all ties in. Repent of fornication. Ask God to lead and guide you. Ask God by his spirit to help you. You can't do this on your own. Woman, you've been trying to do this on your your own for too long. Whether you're a woman or a male, you've tried to deliver yourself, and you don't have the power to deliver yourself. You did not die on the cross for you. Jesus Christ died on the cross for you. Allow the Holy Spirit to cleanse you. Thank you, Lord. Some of you need to detox yourself from men. That fornication spirit has become your God. You can't even go without conversating with a man. You feel that you need a man. You're not independent of a man, true, but right now you need to detoxify yourself. You need to become completely healed, completely purified. You think, oh, I always got to have a man. Oh, I got to talk. That's the spirit of fornication talking to you and is deceiving you. Tell you, oh, you can talk to him on the phone. Oh, you can, you can inbox him or you can inbox her or she can stay tonight. Ain't nothing going to happen. That spirit is wicked and deceitful. See, and we're going to end with this. You can't go off your heart no more. I, I know, ladies, we follow your heart. Follow your heart if it feels right. Or what do we say? Well, I think or I feel, but you can't follow none of that. You have to follow the word of God. Because if your mind has not been renewed by the spirit of God, then guess what? You are following a vain imagination which has exalted itself against the knowledge of God. If your heart has not been purified and purged, why do you think David said, created me a clean heart that I might not sin against thee? then your heart is still wicked and deceitful. And how many times, ladies and gentlemen, have we said, oh, my heart says this and I followed my heart or, or I had this dream about this person or I thought or I felt it's time to shun all of that. What is the word of God saying? Align every thought up with the, with the, with the word of God. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Align every dream up with the word of God. You follow anything that you feel in your heart, you take it before God. And ladies and gentlemen, the Lord closes with this. That's why a relationship is so important. See, we have a relationship with all the wrong spirits except the Holy Spirit. Ah, yes, Lord. We have a relationship with all these strongholds instead of letting God be our strong tower, instead of letting God be our stronghold. The name of the Lord is a strong tower, and those who use it are safe. Hmm. We have relationships with the spirit of perversion and fornication and lust and all these things. But God is so holy and his mercy has endured over us that he said, I'm covered to sever all these relationships that you have with every spirit that is not of me because I am a jealous God and I am a God of mercy. And because I love you, I am presenting this chance to you for you to make the choice and choose you this day whom you're going to serve. Will you continue to serve and be faithful to the relationships that have no value and that are detrimental to your soul and come into a covenant with me and get a relationship with me and my spirits? Do you all know that God has nine spirits to him? But that's a whole different teaching. That's a whole different time, and that's not what we're dealing about tonight. This is all biblical things, biblical things. So I want to thank you all by the Spirit of God for listening to this audio. Thank you for obeying God and coming on this 90-day consecration journey. If you continue this journey, if you fall, get back up. If you eat, continue. Just keep going. But allow God to purge you, and I pray and I hope that this word is a blessing, and it's not even a blessing. I don't want to say a blessing. I hope this word delivers you 
I hope it cuts your flesh, it convicts your spirit, it causes repentance so that you can become on right standing with God. Hallelujah. I hope this word cuts your flesh so deep and separates your spirit and your soul. Mm, ah, yes, God, that you will begin to see your need for the living God, and then you will understand just how gracious God has been to you. May this word be written across the tablets of your heart, and may those who have an ear hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. This is Prophetess Judy, founder of Revive Me Ministries. If you are not connected, join me on Facebook. You can follow me. Um, I don't, it's not a like page. It's just a regular page. Just type in Revive Me Ministries and follow. And stay updated and follow the ministry that God is speaking through. And may, again, may those of you who have an ear hear what the Spirit of the Lord is speaking. Thank you for tuning in to this audio.